a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Buck here. Uh, Just recently, the University of Utah has signed on over the next 10 years to play several significant schools from the Southeastern Conference, which is considered the prime conference in the United States of America. And so um, Jason, who is not with me today uh, in physicalness, he's here in spirit. (laughs) In in spirit, brother. Yes. So... um, I, I, is this a good move? Is this a good direction? Where where does this make the the program at the University of Utah look now that they're instead of like I said, instead of getting the Wyoming's and the Weber States and the the schools from you know Montana State and Northern Illinois kind of schools, is this a better move for the program? Well, I think it is. I mean, you know, if you want to compete for the national championship and you know, reach that final four, you're going to, you've got to, you know, play the schedule to do it. Cause they'll always pick on you for too light of a schedule when it comes down to decision-making time. I mean, it's obviously, you know, harder to play that kind of a schedule rather than having a, you know, a couple of warm-up games in there like Weber state or something. But, you know, I think it's overall, I'd, I'd say it's a good move. I actually really like it in the sense that, uh, it, it just tells me the program is serious about wanting to be yes. a big-time program. You know, they they, yes. they expanded the stadium, and they have this nice expansion that's going to be amazing when it's all finished. They have facilities that are as good as any in the country. They've gone around, and, they, and they've and they actually put their money into recruiting. Utah yep. spent more money in recruiting than any program in the Pac-12. And they and it showed, and they got a good class, and you start seeing these players flipping from these other schools in this – this this school and this this program has just continued a progression upward. You know, it was exactly, and it's been it's been that way for the last you know thirty years or so, and yeah. and, and you just get a sense that there's an attitude where it's it's serious about contending. It'll be interesting when this name and likeness deal comes through, and and what kind of impact that potentially could have, because I think it can help some of these smaller market teams in attracting some of these players. But I, I think Utah in, in its sense or in its, its vision of football is saying we're, we're serious about contending because it, you know, I know you got to win the PAC 12 and you got to win uh, most of your games. You can only have one loss, but, but, you know, adding those extra games, not only shows a presence, but I think it actually helps prepare you. So it helps prepare you. It helps you all the way around. I think it'll help their recruiting. You know, on that, the national recognition, yes. building their reputation on the national stage. 
you got to be able to go down, beat Florida and LSU and compete with them. And it, I think it just does nothing but strengthen them and the program all the way around. Idaho, Idaho State, Northern Illinois were the, were the last two uh, non-conference games Utah played. And then they went right into Pac-12 play, and they played one of the most athletic teams, fastest teams in the conference in USC, and they weren't ready for that speed. They, they, so they, true. They just, they just weren't ready to see it and handle it. And they, they got used to it as the season progressed. But you, you need to have name recognition, you know, those, those non-conference marquee games, and you need to prepare yourself to play in your conference. So I really, I really like this. The thing that I, I'm curious about, I don't know what's going to happen, is what, 2024, 25, there's going to be a lot of realignment that happens. Now, Florida's not going to get realigned. LSU's not going to get realigned. But conferences will get realigned, and they'll probably address the playoffs at that point, I would think. And they'll expand the well, playoffs. Well, I hope they go to an eight, eight – yeah, expand it to right. eight games at least. And so there's a better likelihood, if you're a team like Utah, of getting in the playoffs in the future. And I'm sure if there's still some kind of of subjectivity to it where, you know, uh, your your signature wins – your non-conference, all of those things, maybe will still play into it, which which I think will be a really good thing for for Utah yeah. down the road. So I, I like it, I really do. I think yeah, they're making they're making good moves for the program yeah. in the long term on the national stage, definitely. All right, well that's all we have for this uh, round of rivals. It's now over. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We're powered by KSLSports.com. Find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. And until then, take a road trip with Jason Buck. It's the best.